0: I'm Hillary, that's your four minute buzz. Buzz. Pun intended there. Oh, uh, here's Glenn oh, and Stewart the second dollar. Oh, You're oh, welcome.
1: Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so much,
0: Hillary. <laughs> I'm not gonna go see that, are you? I mean I don't have kids it but I, I like that series, but I'm just not interested. I like uh Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear and I know it was a political decision, had to be. Uh and uh, the other problem is you know they've They've uh, gone all woke with it. I'm not interested. Yeah, it seems not that interested. way. I mean, at least that's the. St- I you know, I'm not all that
1: interested either. My kids would probably, you know, they're in that age group where they would probably enjoy. Yeah. I, they, they haven't seen all the well, Toy Stories. Seven. I think maybe they've seen one of them. I don't know. But yeah. uh, so I mean, I'm Have not, you seen- not on the edge of my seat for it. Have you seen The Boys on Netflix?
0: Or Amazon, one of the two.
1: You know, a friend of mine has been recommending this like crazy. Is it a superhero? Like a dark oh superhero gosh. thing?
0: It's a dark superhero, but Stu, I have to tell you, is I just watched this season. I haven't seen the past seasons, and it is it is so foul with sexuality. And I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean gay stuff or anything. I just mean it is so it is the the things they do on that just thrown in are absolutely pornographic. I have
1: shady friends is what you're saying.
0: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Back Program. Yeah, sick, twisted freak. It is Friday, which means Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us. Now, it's the weekend of Father's Day. I'm wondering if he's going to have a suggestion of maybe a book you could buy for Father's Day. I don't know. We'll... I am waiting with bated breath to find out that and, of course, the biggest story of the week. We begin there in 60 seconds. You know, I hear from people all the time who write into this show. I hear stories about people who lost the ability to do something. Just going up and down stairs, working in the garden, just getting into the car and driving to work, going to work, playing with their children. When they got the ability to do those things again... They were pretty excited, and that's why so many people write in to me and to Relief Factor, because Relief Factor is the story for me that got me back to painting, the thing I really wanted to do. And I, my hands would cramp up, and they were in so much pain all the time. I literally couldn't sign my own name, uh, you know, on a piece of paper without great pain. I never thought I would write or paint ever again that is all changed because of relief factor. I want you to check out their 3 week quick start. It is 1995. It's a trial pack. 70% of the people who try it for 3 weeks and take as directed 3 times a day find the relief they're looking for and go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com. relieffactor.com or call 800-4-relief 800 the number 4 relief. It's relieffactor.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program. He has got the uh, books, all of his books uh, that are out. uh, Killing the Killers. He'll tell you a minute, uh, in a minute, about the uh, specials. I'm sure he is running for your Father's uh, and Father's Day weekend on BillO'Reilly.com. Bill, the biggest story of the week, sir.
2: You on the blaze, looking like Wyatt Earp. That's the biggest. (laughs) Big cowboy hat, beard. I, I thought you were going to ask the audience to apologize to your mule that day for a few dollars for reference. And Where yes, did you see I- that? Where did you see that? I saw it on that? the
0: play. I
2: saw it on your oh, TV operation. Sitting there in front of the mic with a big hat on. That frightened me, Beck. Yeah, well,
0: did it give you... Did it give you chills? Did you think, good God, Don Imus is back?
2: (laughs) You know, I I was trying to call Bat Masterson and find out what was going on.
0: All right. All right. We've been curious. We've been talking about it off the air. What you think the biggest story of the week is this week? What is it?
2: Stock market meltdown. Stock market meltdown. So this is the final nail to use a cliche. So... People in America work hard. The majority of us are not dope dealers. We're not layabouts. We work hard. The responsible people, the good dads, the good moms, they put money aside for their children's education, for their retirement, so they don't have to depend on the dole or handouts from anyone. They expect in return for their hard work and responsibility, a government that runs efficiently and honestly. That is the expectation that Americans have. We are now seeing the most incompetent government of the last 150 years. That's what we are seeing. And if you look at your statement at the end of June, I hope you don't, You'll see that your net worth is down huge and you already know that you're paying more for everything you need and there's one person responsible one Joe Biden that is by far the biggest story not only of the week but of the year
0: I I have to tell you Bill uh, I've never seen a White House more out of touch I mean, they just keep doubling down that this is Putin or this is somebody else's fault. And and this isn't about spending, inflation. I know. I know. Because they know it's BS.
2: It's like when your kid comes in and lies to you about where he or she has been. If you're a responsible parent, you don't really like that. And that's what this guy (laughs) is doing.
0: And, but, you, know, you know, it's worse when you say to your kid, when you say to your kid, look, okay, I'm going to give you a chance to revise that answer. Don't right. lie to me. Tell me the truth. And, and he's had chance after chance change. after chance. Yep. Right. Over and over and over again.
2: Well, he hasn't, Biden hasn't given an interview to anybody but Jimmy Kimmel. And that that's like being interviewed by a mummy, an Egyptian mummy who just <laughs> looks at you. <laughs>
0: Oh uh, well, wait a minute! On. I like him. Yeah, hang on. Y- yesterday ahead. they did have um, an no, interview with a Muppet from AP.
2: Right, and and that's what I was going to say. He doesn't do many interviews, but yesterday he goes, oh, oh, oh! People, people are very, very concerned. Uh, uh, no, they're not concerned. They're furious. So when. You and I speak on Fridays, which, by the way, I never take for granted, and I appreciate you having me on your radio program every Friday. I just want everybody to know that. But when you and I speak, we have a tendency to advance the story because people know what's going on. You don't have to tell people the economy's bad or you're getting hosed. They know. Now, there are some people in denial and still blaming Trump or Putin or they're blaming uh, Hillary Clinton. I I don't know who they're blaming, Warren Harding. But everybody who has an (laughs) IQ knows it's Biden's fault. But Biden doesn't know, and that's really the danger here. So when Biden tells you, oh, it's Putin, oh, oh, no, no, it's the oil companies, I'm going to write them a letter. I'm going to write them a letter. When he does stuff like that, he actually believes this stuff it's not like he's nixon trying to you know lie his way out of watergate no biden is so incapacitated mentally that he believes the garbage his advisors put in front of him he doesn't write any speeches he doesn't even edit any speeches in my lifetime i have never heard of a president not editing a word That was put in front of him. Trump didn't write any speeches, but he edited heavily and then he ad-libbed, sometimes not in a great way. (laughs) But Biden, you put it in front of him, he'll sign it or say it. He doesn't know what the deuce is happening.
0: All right. So let me me go to the SCOTUS thing. And there's many things to talk about SCOTUS. But one is... The New York Times has reported now that Biden is looking at an executive order, possibly declaring a national medical emergency if Roe versus Wade is overturned, which would give him all kinds of power to do all kinds of stuff. He's also looking at sending abortion doctors to the military bases in states that uh, say you can't do abortions here. Uh, the the other option is also to uh, start taking taxpayer dollars and giving them to women who want abortions and will have to fly out of state. How do you think these will fly?
2: Well, it'll all be uh, challenged immediately in federal court, and he'll lose. So Biden will lose, but will he try? Sure, he'll try a stunt, and and again, he won't even know what the stunt is. They'll just say, "Sign this executive order," and he'll sign it. And then they will go, can I go to Rehoboth's Beach now? And they go, yeah, Joe, you can go now. It's, it's uh, Thursday at 2. Your week's over. Um, but they'll do a stunt because the Democratic Party has nothing. So this January 6th committee fell on its butt. Who cares about it? No one. Whew. Now they have to try to gin up the abortion thing. It's not going to work yeah. because the Supreme Court is going to say, essentially roe v wade was not based on any constitutional tenet which is true therefore the 10th amendment kicks in it goes back to the states that is the constitution that is what is going to happen and the states will then make their own laws now biden will then immediately try to stunt it and say oh no I'm going to save all the women's health, but as soon as he signs anything, it'll go into federal court. They'll stop it, and the Supreme Court. Well, we already ruled on this. We already ruled on it. Bill, so you can't do Bill, it. Bill, did Joe. you see?
0: Did you see the um, uh, the uh, Jane's Revenge threat letter that I, went I, out I led to with all that on of... the No
2: Spin? news. That, you've got to watch the No Spin News every night. I led with it. You won't wear, I read with it last night, and you know what happened hat. today? So, what? The, the Justice Department came out and said, "Oh, we're going to investigate." Yeah. Okay, I said last night on the No Spin News, BillO'Reilly.com, and all of our other distributors. It's all over the world, just like the blaze is. I said, "This is outrageous. This is terrorism." Jane's Revenge is a terror group. Where are you, Merrick Garland? And today, this morning, Justice Department are all going to look into it. It's the most outrageous. Yeah, but
0: do you believe thing it? Else. Yeah.
2: No, I don't believe Merrick Garland's going to do jack. They're just look. They're ramming white supremacy terrorism down everybody's throat, and outside of a couple of hobos in, in whatever it is, Proud Boys, eight guys, nobody knows what this is. But this James revenge firebombed a clinic in Buffalo, New York a few days ago.
0: There's been 40 in the last 43 days.
2: And they brag about it. They brag about it like ISIS. And they use the same ISIS technique. And you're talking to the guy who knows more about ISIS than anybody else because they're killing the killers. The same ISIS techniques where they don't have a website, they don't have a Twitter handle. They use uh, these nefarious um, pop-ups to get their threats out. But the FBI can ram them down in in, in a week. Easy. The FBI could get them. Will Merrick Garland do it? No. I don't believe he will. I, and if he does, I'll apologize to old Merrick.
0: Yep, me too. Um, Bill, let me go back to gas for a second. Joe Biden is pushing this narrative and everybody in the White House that uh, these oil companies are, you know, they're not doing their patriotic duty. And he again this week, this is this would make two threats in one week. He said he has the power to issue a national emergency and get these um, these gas and oil companies to start drilling and do their job. Um, mm, all of the oil companies and gas companies are like, we do it, you won't let us. Is this this, is, this is what great. is this?
2: So the first day in office, he signs an executive order stopping a lot of drilling in the pipeline and, and imposing regulations. Now he goes, I'm going to order you to drill. <laughs> I mean, you're it's the crazy. moron who did it in the first place who crippled the American fossil fuel energy industry, and now you're ordering us to do something? Number one, he can't order them to do anything, even if he uh, does another crazy dopey executive order, but it just shows you he has no idea. A rational person, somebody who actually knew what was happening, would say, you know, it, I was the guy who stopped all of the harvesting. And now I'm going to order them to so, harvest? Maybe we want to word it a little bit differently. But no. Let, this is really the tragedy me, of the country
0: now. Let me take you to one more topic. I'm going to take a break. Um, but uh, Bill Clinton said yesterday that for the first time he truly fears for the republic, or he said democracy, that he, um, he suggested That if the Republicans win, uh, there is, that we're gonna be a fascist nation. Um, the, the fascism that, that I worry about, I have seen from the left, not from the right. Um, uh, there is no, you know, national emergency on everything coming from the right. They're not building up more and more power. And I, I fear that, uh, this is a, a trial balloon or sending out the message that, you know, democracy is on the ropes. But I I wanted to ask you, have you ever heard a president of the United States say that before about the American people and half of the country? We'll get your answer when we come back. It's Bill O'Reilly. And make sure you grab Killing the Killers. You can find special deals on it at BillOReilly.com, Killing the Killers. Perfect for Father's Day. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. Michael Burry of The Big Short recently tweeted, when you see mention of the strong dollar, the almighty dollar, please remember it is only in relation to other fiat currencies. The dollar is not strong. It's not getting stronger. And we see it every day in the price of things. You have to think differently. Please think. Do not think like you have been trained to think like your um like your mass media wants you to think your government wants you to think it is a troubled troubled time for the US dollar and if the dollar collapses and is no longer the world currency we are living in at least a second world country and it may be venezuela please you're going to lose money on on almost everything i have some some of my money in gold and i will tell you the one thing i haven't lost money on especially this week is gold gold or silver find find them right now call them at 1866 gold line find out how to get 50 of the brilliant uncirculated kennedy half dollars at no cost with a qualifying order of their graded mint state 62 $5 gold indians This is the right time to look into it. Please find out if this is right for your family. Do your own homework. Think out of the box. Goldline.com. Call them now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, Bill, let's talk about bill clinton and what he said yesterday your thoughts on that and have you ever heard a president say that about his own countrymen
2: i don't really take mr clinton's uh hyperbola that seriously you know and that okay. being said he's the smartest of all the democratic politicians in the last 30 years yes. Yes he, he was is. actually smarter than obama and obama's smart but Bill Clinton understood uh, the tempo of the country. And of course, he went, uh, he wasn't the doctrinaire liberal like his wife is. Um, and then when things got rough for him, he pivoted very hard into law and order, no welfare, uh, all of that kind of stuff, because he knew the mood of the country was there. You can say he's venal, um, but I've talked to him sure. a number of times. He knows what's going on. So, I I mean, I don't really take that as anything seriously. I think that Bill Clinton knows the progressive wing of the Democratic Party has now ruined the Democratic Party, at least in the short term. I think he well understands that. And that's what should have been asked if the interviewer had any sense. But, of course, you know what's going on there. Um, Because Clinton uh he he's not he's not like hillary i mean he's not that and and so i i saw what he said but i really didn't you know i said okay this is just playing to the crowd he whatever he thinks they want to hear he's going to say
0: i i think bill clinton you know would be a uh you know a, a guy who is uh uh you know, a, a little corrupt, um, if you will, but I, I think the Clinton initiative and all the real deep co- corruption comes from uh his uh his spouse. Bill, uh, yes. tell me uh about this weekend. What do you have planned and what do you have on sale for BillOReilly.com? dot com?
2: Well my Airkins are taking me out to dinner, but um when I asked them who was paying for the dinner, there was silence. <laughs>
0: That's uh, strange. I have the same thing. Oh, you're taking yeah. me out to dinner. Yeah. Oh, and I'm paying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: no appetizers. Ma- um, yeah. And if you've been to a restaurant lately, number one, they're jacking their prices up like crazy. Number two, they're cutting a the portion. Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that's what we're doing. I know. And
2: <clears throat> if you haven't gotten dad a gift, please don't. Um, use your mind, and we have a deal on BillOReilly.com that if you give Dad a premium membership, you get any book free, including the number one book in the world oh, wow. right now, Killing the Killers. But you can get any any of my books free. And if you buy Killing the Killers outright on, we'll give you Killing the Mob free. And I'm doing that, Beck, because, you know, I, I do feel sorry for um, wage too. earners. And they're getting hammered And they don't know what to do So if I can give you something free you know. I'm going to give you something free And that's the way we are That's when, the way back and O'Reilly are We are generous yeah. guys
0: I, I will tell you Bill um, You know when people like you Or people like me Are shocked at the gas pump And say good heavens I mean this is insane uh, When it is affecting people like us I cannot even imagine the average person God bless you Thank you, Bill. Have a great Father's Day. BillO'Reilly.com. The Glenn Back Program. So Mike Lindell is the My Pillow guy, and he gave me my own My Pillow to try out. I've told you the story before. At you know, first I hated it. I had it for about three days, hated it, wouldn't sleep with it. I mean, I tried, but just didn't work. And I was as as asking the staff, so what is Mike going to say when I say I can't advertise for you because I hate your pillow? Um, he said, he came in and he said, what do you think? And I said, well, we were standing in my office. I said, well, and he said, oh my gosh, you hate it. And I said, yeah, I do. Mike, I do. And he said, you have the wrong one. You need the bigger one. Um, and I've slept with it every night up here at the ranch. I sleep with it every night. I, I wouldn't do this commercial if I, if I wouldn't have liked it. Um, but I do, they don't go flat. You can wash and dry them constantly. They're made here in the USA. If you know somebody who might want one, right now Mike's having a flash sale on MyPillows with prices as low as 1988 with the promo code BECK. 1988, promo code BECK. Cancel culture hates him, so we love him. MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK.
1: BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Welcome to the program. It is Friday. We go to the extremes. Bill O'Reilly, um, who is very conventional in his thinking, to um, Michael Malice, who is an anarchist in his thinking. And on his business cards, it's weird to have an anarchist with a business card. But uh, Michael uh, Malice is here. Uh, he joins us. I love to see. I love to see the way people think. Uh, and when you're talking to people that you might even disagree with, and from time to time, you're, you expand your horizons, uh, and usually your knowledge and try to think out of the box. That is so important now. The author of, uh, The Anarchist Handbook and also the host of Your Welcome, the very funny Michael Malice. Hello,
3: Michael. Sir, I'm in the business of freedom, but l- let me say something else. Um when I was calling into the show your producer left their mic on and they said of, of me you know he's a troll on social media and I don't know that I'd want to tempt him to be a sh- troll on the air so here is a list of words you probably don't want me to say no I'm just
0: kidding okay no 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 we we got down that road we've gone down that road before with other talent and that's not a good road I, I sure I'm still regulated by the wonder. FCC <laughs> 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 well because you you are you take delight in being a troll online
3: well i think Do you not you know very much so and i think it serves a yeah. societal purpose because if these demons in washington are treated with any sort of respect. Gatt gives them the space and permission to literally uh, kill young men and women overseas and American soldiers overseas, yeah. and to impose on our lives with you know absolute impunity. And it is only when they are treated with the contempt that they deserve that their you know machinations are forestalled, and it saves them from violence too.
0: I want to I want to uh, talk to you about the gun control thing here in a oh. second, but I but I. Would love to hear your take on now two days, and I think in a row, um, President Biden has said that he was going to use emergency powers to, yesterday, take over the gas and oil companies so they do what they have to do. And today, he's talking in the New York Times about using a national emergency and executive emergency powers to declare a medical emergency if the uh, Supreme Court says uh, Roe versus Wade is a thing of a past, that's terrifying,
3: Michael. That's well, fascism. Think, uh, it's, it's very I mean, we've had precedent for this before, but I think he's getting the idea from Trudeau. Uh, as we remember not that yes. long ago, the Freedom Truckers were causing a ruckus in Canada. And for the first time, Canadian history, not even after 9-11, they invoked the Emergency Act and who knows where they put those people. They're probably in a gulag right now, and we're never going to hear from them again, just like the January 6th people uh, who, who are imprisoned. Um, I, th- I don't think people should be surprised. Uh, I, I would recommend people read Ayn Rand's novel, Atlas Shrugged, from 1957, where she points – it's a novel, mm-hmm. but she points out that the government creates emergencies and then grants itself emergency mm-hmm. powers. And I would also like mm-hmm. to point out that – this is grotesquely against the Constitution, but no one in Washington, especially the Republicans, uh, give to whatevers about what the Constitution has to say. And as a very obvious example of this, no one, not even Thomas Massey, who's great on the Constitution, bothered to invoke the First Amendment right to peaceably assemble when it came to the quarantines and lockdowns.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so let's talk about uh, John Cornyn, who is Ooh. absolutely worthless. I mean, if I'm not going to move for it, but man, I am so tempted to move to wherever I have to live to just run against John Cornyn, because I think a sock puppet that knows the Constitution could beat that guy in Texas. He's awful, um,
3: he, he but he's taking credit. Go ahead. No, he, I agree with you. I, I think you and I are just basically going to be in the same barbershop quartet finishing each other's lyrics. Uh, he's absolutely yeah. reprehensible, uh, uh, just slime. And I'll, the reason why I'm using that term, you know, as compared to the other 99 senators is, as you know, he had this tweet and he was boasting, you know, he's part of these negotiations selling out Second Amendment rights on behalf of getting, you know, the Democrats and the corporate press to kind of hate him a little bit less. And he had this nice meme is made on. It looks like it was made on PowerPoint. Very presentational. Very nice presentation. <laughs> there's bullet points. Ironically, bullet points, and it says ideas rejected in negotiation. I'm looking at it right now. There's a list of nine things: uh, universal background checks, mandatory waiting period. Only one does he describe as unconstitutional, meaning a mandatory safe storage requirements for firearms at homes. All the others, he's saying, we these are ideas we rejected. Why? because we knew that if they were included, the bill would not command the votes. So he's not even saying, I'm against these ideas. Look at me as a Republican. Yep. I defeated you know, Chuck Schumer's schemes for your guns. And some of the ideas they rejected were mandatory waiting period for all gun sales, assault weapons bans for 18 to 21-year-olds. I got into arguments on Twitter. Your rights are absolute. They're not subject to regulation by the state. Right. And I would... I would love the idea of someone to say to have voting. You've got a waiting period. Election day is the third. Yep. You got to wait till the twentieth. Uh, assault weapons Amen. ban for eighteen twenty-one year olds. You are eighteen twenty-year-old. You can't vote. It doesn't matter what it says and whatever that amendment was. It's it's absolutely absurd and obscene. And I am very glad that people like him are causing people like me to become gun owners and gun stalkers.
0: So let me ask you this, Michael. He said universal background checks before you could buy a gun. They won't even let us uh, say you need ID to vote.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, I I mean, have, this, yeah. I mean, does anyone doubt any longer that this is part of a long-term plan to disarm the population, as they're seeing in Canada no. right now? These red flag yep. laws, which they're trying to push, are just a way for people to backdoor have gun bans.
0: So, um, Michael, let me uh, let me take you here to the red flag laws, which I find terrifying, um, as we all hopefully have learned with the Patriot Act. You can't defi- you know, you d- d- define a terrorist today is not the terrorist of tomorrow. It's who's ever in charge that can define that um, with everything that we have going on with, you know, uh, gender mislabeling as a hate crime and everything else. There's not going to be an American that gets to keep their gun, let alone the guy who is a gun owner married a woman. She's not necessarily, you know, a gun owner. Maybe she is, but she says during the divorce or threatens him, look, you give me what I want or I'm going to tell them you're a danger mentally unstable and a danger with those guns. He loses his right. These red flag laws are a nightmare.
3: Or what about when the when the husband is violent, and the wife had had mental issues because of the abuse, and he red flags her, and now she can't protect herself from the violent ex-husband. It goes both ways. And we know how this is going to work out, because we've seen decades during the drug war of civil, civil asset forfeiture. Civil asset forfeiture yep. means if I'm a cop, and I think that you have used your house, money, car in the service of drug sales, I can seize it without any due process at all, and then you have to adjudicate and demonstrate that you're innocent and get it back. Good luck making that happen when I've taken all your money. How are you going to hire a lawyer to begin with? So it's a complete inversion of due process, and as the result of these civil asset forfeiture laws, cops are now seizing more money than all burglaries combined. Because it's a great, they have a huge incentive to take these nice yachts and Whoa. houses because that money goes directly into their uh, um, departments. So this creates really disturbing incentives. And I'll say one more thing. There are plenty, you and I, everyone listening to this would agree, just in principle, terrorists should not have guns in America. That, that's not a question, right? There are plenty right. of people right now who would say to you that the NRA is a terrorist organization, all it would take is oh, yeah, no. one one bill to say that the NRA is now a terrorist organization, and literally every NRA member now has been red flagged.
0: Michael, you and I agree on so much. Um, you know, you you believe in anarchy, and it's not just a theory to you. It's a you you believe it should be enacted, um, not in the way Black Bloc and Antifa, etc., etc. You and I disagree on so much, and our friend circles, I'm sure, are different. Um, What do your friends, what do your anarchist friends say about being a friend with me?
3: Oh, they think you're great. I I mean, the thing you have to appreciate is I don't think, and I hope you don't think, with this progressive idea that everything has to be politicized. I judge people how they treat others and how they treat me. Not everything is a function of politics. And sorry to out you, Glenn, but everyone who works for you thinks you're really nice.
1: I wouldn't. I would overgeneralize I mean? that one, Michael.
3: I don't think that's. Well, fair. well not Stu. Stu's the, okay. Stu is the biggest phony. <laughs> oh. Like the thi- you should hear Sarah Gonzalez. Oh. She cries about him every day. I'm got DMs from her. He's at it again. I think he's got a knife now. It's it's horrifying. The poor woman. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> red flag, Stu. Uh, that's, Michael. That's what they should call it. <laughs> Thank
0: you so much, Michael. I appreciate it. God bless you, uh, Michael Always Malice. Pleasure, uh, his podcast <laughs> is. Uh, is called Your Welcome. Uh and you have to listen to find out why it's called that. But it's a it's a great podcast. And you can look for the one that I did with him. I, I thought it was I thought it was really brilliant. He's a brilliant, brilliant guy. All right, back in just a second. Let me tell you about our sponsor, this half hour it's blinds.com. Look, uh we're having brownouts, uh, blackouts in some areas, brownouts in some areas. I hope it doesn't happen to you uh california holy cow washington state your governor is coming out right now and saying it's gonna be death and destruction and i'm not using hyperbolic words those are his words uh, because of the blackouts here's something you can do uh you can get shades right now beat the heat by putting new custom window treatments from blinds.com at the top of your list. You can stay cool and save up to 40% site-wide at blinds.com. Believe it or not, ordering online doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice in style or service. They have a premium selection of shades and shutters and drapes. Uh, they also have outdoor shades to transform your deck and patio. You know, this kind of stuff is a necessity in many ways. But it has never really in America been a necessity like it's going to become. Uh, please, while everything is in stock, while everybody's not rushing to do it, um, you can save yourself a ton on air conditioning and heat as well in the winter. Go to blinds.com. Go there now. Save up to forty percent site wide on Father's Day. Save uh, save dad up to forty percent off everything now. Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Glenn Beck Program. Mm. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have Mike Gonzalez on in just a minute. He is the uh, tell-all brother of Speedy. He's going to... Oh, no, that's a different... I'm sorry, that's a different uh, Mike Gonzalez. This Mike Gonzalez is going to be here to tell us uh, a little bit about what the left is doing and George Soros is doing with Hispanic radio stations. Um, they are trying now to corner the market of Hispanic uh, radio. This is extraordinarily, extraordinarily dangerous. Uh, I know that The Blaze has looked into Spanish broadcasts uh, in the past, um, but it's just not what, it's just not what we do, um, but somebody really needs to get serious about this. I know there are really good Spanish broadcasters who know uh, what is going on. But uh, Soros uh, is and Ava Longoria are buying up 60 million dollars worth of radio stations in the largest markets. And they are taking them and they say definitely not for political reasons. And I know that. I mean, George Soros, he's, I mean, he doesn't ever get involved in political things at all. Uh, also Jason Whitlock, uh, is going to be joining us next hour. The controversy surrounding the image of Jason's latest blaze.com article about LeBron James. Did you follow this yesterday? Yeah, I saw
1: the uh, they were people were very upset at uh, some of his LeBron James James imagery apparently.
0: Mhm. Well, apparently um he put LeBron James in a clan hood. And I only really know this because I don't pay attention to social media or anything, especially during the summer. I just uh, I don't care. Um but my producer uh, Ricky, executive producer Ricky, she she called in this morning. She's like uh, you're now being blamed for the artwork on uh, Jason's article. And I'm like, what article? What are you talking about? And she's like, oh yeah, no, you, no, the tags were great yesterday. She said uh, um, yeah, apparently the Daily Beast and all the others just assumed that uh, the editor is responsible for you know Jason's pictures and, and headlines, etc., cetera, et cetera." No, when it comes to a, a figure like Jason, that's not something the editor does. That's the freedom that we give each individual host uh, and, uh, and none of them are, you know, I'm not held responsible. No, I am actually strangely, I have nothing to do with anything. And yet I'm strangely held responsible for what everybody does. But the idea is we don't edit. You just use your common sense. um, You know, just, you know, the rules play by them. And uh, he, as a black man, Felt he made it needed to make a very strong comment on LeBron James. So Mm. he's going to explain that, uh, on his show today on Blaze TV, which is fantastic. If you've not seen it, that is a smart show. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it's geared to African Americans, I guess, but I've watched it. It's great. Don't, it's a very, very smart show and really refreshing the frankness and the angle that Jason comes, uh, comes from so we got that going for us Stu is already uh getting ready to get into the car because he wants to see the first showing of buzz uh just for the gay kiss though right Stu, is that right yeah i'm gonna walk out
1: after that it's really the only thing i want to go check out
0: (laughs) (laughs) nothing like uh... i'm offended by all the non-gay kissing right (laughs) exactly there seems to be several
1: heterosexual relationships in this story about toys and i'm uh, I'm very concerned about about it, and we're going to go in there and hopefully protest outside the theater after you know, the gay kiss is over, of
0: course. It, was, it wasn't really until I was about 13 that I thought of the sexual lives of the toys, but only in a sort of 13-year-old boy sort of way to piss my sisters off. <laughs> uh, it's good to see that Disney is living right there. This is the Glenn Beck Programme.